0: Hello, this is the Park Run Devotions. As you work through this, we're gonna focus on three words that we think are key to a healthy mind and body. Move, meet and model. So keep listening to find out more. Move. Do you have a favorite place where you can get moving for a walk, run or cycle? Some people do their exercise in the streets where they live. It makes them feel secure as it's familiar and part of their everyday life. Others prefer the park to mix with both nature and other people. Whereas some people like the challenge of hills or the countryside with the rugged terrain and quietness and no normal day-to-day distractions. For some, a waterside environment is best, the seaside, a lake or river. They enjoy the sound, movement, and expanse that brings peace and wellness to the mind. Alternatively, some people have exercise machines at home or go to a gym as it provides the convenience of being in one place and not needing to think about where to go. I think we all have a favourite place that helps us to find that complete wellness for the body. A place that either helps to trigger those positive endorphins or a place that brings calmness and peace to a tense and busy mind and body. Whatever the choice we know that it is in being on the move that we find this wellness for our body and mind. Spiritually we also need to be on the move Staying as we are and not developing our sense and understanding of something greater at work in and around us can have an impact on our emotional well-being and our acceptance of who we are and our place in the world. In John 10.10, Jesus tells us, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. But what does that look like? Well, take a moment to reflect on what these words mean for you. What do you consider fullness of life to be? For me, it's having full confidence in Christ. It's living in freedom from the barriers and obstacles that keep me from God's best. Living life in His fullness is placing my trust in God, knowing there will be a mountain tops and valleys in my journey, but that I am anchored safely in God's Word, His truth which allows me to step out in confidence each day, yielding my life to him. I love the idea of this kind of fullness of life. That would be a favorite place for me to be spiritually. And that too involves being on the move, going on a spiritual journey and discovering every day more about God and my place in his kingdom building plan. The Psalmist saw life as being a road along which we are to journey. Journeying is not done by standing still, keeping on the move is important both physically and spiritually. It's in doing so that we find that complete well-being and fullness of life. As you get moving today, take a moment to reflect on just what or who God has made you to be. Are you on your way to having that fullness of life God wants you to have? What is keeping you from doing or being that person of God? What do you need to do to reach that place of wellness for body, mind and soul?
1: The second word we want to consider in this devotional is the word meet. As we journey, as we get ourselves moving and seek to live in that fullness of life, we will meet other people on the way. Some people we meet are intentional. We may do our daily walk or run with a friend to provide mutual encouragement. Others are people who just happen to be doing the same as we are. Whilst it can be good sometimes to be on our own, on other occasions it isn't. We're not meant to be alone or isolated. We're made for each other, we are made for community. And it is in the human community that we grow and flourish. It's where we find that fullness of life. You may remember a few years ago, Gareth Malone was instrumental in bringing together a group of military wives to form a choir. He saw singing as a means of boosting morale and providing mutual support in difficult circumstances since that time they have inspired other groups to join together to form community choirs to support each other as well here's the lyrics of one of the military wives songs can you hear above the noise the voices full of life and full of hope together we are stronger we can overcome we can walk this road together we can stand as one and Now nothing can divide us. we are stronger together Together we belong Together we are strong Those lyrics sum up the choir In coming together they found encouragement A sense of purpose and worth They generally felt better about themselves And had a healthier frame of mind and body God created us to be relational beings, to have close friendships and a personal relationship with God himself. And that makes us stronger, that makes our lives full of life and full of hope. In meeting other people, we also see things from a different perspective and they help us to nurture within us key characteristic values. For example, patience, tolerance, respect and understanding. Mike Jansen writes... It's refreshing to feel connected because there's so much that divides us. So often like attracts like and difference repels. Christians can especially feel worlds apart from non-Christians. You may have wondered, how would I even start a conversation with that biker next door or that musician across the street? The differences can seem like an impenetrable wall so we don't even try. But there's a way through that wall. It's called small talk. Sure, it's uncomfortable at first. But if you put yourself out there, risk a bit, and try talking to a few strangers, you're bound to find points of connection between you and just about anyone. And from there, you can nurture that relationship until it becomes an incredible avenue for sharing the love of God. Just pause for a moment and consider... The people you meet in a given day, both at work, at school, parents you converse with in the playground, people you chat to as you go for your daily walk or run, or how about those familiar faces who sit in the same carriage or bus as you on the daily commute. We all meet so many people in a given day, think of the people you meet. And as you get on the move today, Don't just do it on your own. Why don't you meet up with someone and take the opportunities you might get to start a conversation with someone else?
0: Model. My youngest daughter often challenges me because she regularly says and does things which alert me to how much she is watching people around her and how they in turn influence all aspects of her life. The other day she put on some skinny jeans, her Doc Martens style boots and t-shirt and said, now I look just like Gina. Gina attends our church and what she saw in Gina she liked and so wanted to be like her. On the downside Sometimes she responds to things in ways that are not the best and I cannot help but wonder if it's because of something she has seen in me and that really gives me a good nudge to up my game, be alert, do better and model the best way of living. When we meet others, we model ourselves, we reveal to the world who we are. Here's a question, to what extent do you model well-being and fullness of life? 1 John 2 verses 5 and 6 says this If anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. If we claim to be Christian, then we must live in the same way that Jesus did. Much of what we are to gain, learn and experience from healthy relationships is a reflection of the kind of connection God wants to have with us. He shows us glimpses of himself through some of the people he puts in our lives. They model to me and I model to them. You and I can be a tangible expression of God's love for people through how we interact with, connect with and care for them through our relationships. What a huge responsibility this seems. Living in Christ's fullness means that life is not all about taking, getting, receiving, or taking advantage of opportunities that are presented to you. But life is also about helping and serving others. That's good modeling. Jesus did some things in the course of his ministry strictly to show the disciples why he was here, what his mission was, and he said, Let this be an example to you. He washed their feet so they would understand what he was doing and why and what they were supposed to do as well. I think that role modeling was an important part of his ministry. If we want to live life in the kind of fullness Christ came to earth to bring and to be good role models for those around us, we would do no better than modeling our lives on Christ as we get on the move and meet others. In a sermon given some years ago at the Keswick Convention, John Stott highlighted the importance of Jesus-like modelling. He said this, Why is it, you must have asked, as I have, that in many situations our evangelistic efforts are often fraught with failure? Several reasons may be given, and I do not want to oversimplify, but one main reason is that we don't look like the Christ we are proclaiming. Christians need to look like what they are talking about. It is people who communicate primarily, not words or ideas. Would you say that you look like the Christ you proclaim? How can you better reflect Jesus likeness in your life? What can you do? to make that happen you know in our strength this is not possible but with the help and influence of the holy spirit this can be done